Welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast, and today we are talking about the latest MCU movie called The Marvels. Follow-up 2019's Captain Marvel, and then also, I guess, 2022's Miss Marvel. This one is directed by Nia DaCosta, and Nia DaCosta is known for writing that Candyman movie, the more recent one. Disney needs to stop placing bets on these one-off nobody directors. I agree. The writers are Nia DaCosta, Megan McDonald, and Alyssa Karisic. So it looks like they might be TV writers, which that's one of my complaints. And it stars Brie Larson, Tiana Paris, and Amon Villani. The synopsis is Carol Danvers gets her powers entangled with those are Kamala Khan and Monica Rambeau, forcing them to work together to save the universe. All right, so it starts off on the moon. The villain in the movie is looking for some box or container. A container has these bands or gauntlets. The gauntlet provides power. There's supposed to be two of those, but the villain only has one of those. And then it shoots to New Jersey, and that's where Kamala Khan lives. She has the other band, so that's what provides her the power in the Miss Marvel TV show. Kamala's also really obsessed with Captain Marvel. And then there's some animated scene where she's best friends with Captain Marvel. It has no relevance, really, as far as the movie's concerned. But after she stops daydreaming, the band starts to glow, and then she disappears. And then it goes to Captain Marvel, Brie Larson, Having some type of nightmare, it's really just scenes from the first movie. When she wakes up, Nick Fury reaches out to her, tells her that there's some disturbance with something called the jump point, aka wormhole, and wants Captain Marvel to investigate it. And then it goes to Monica Rambeau, who is repairing some equipment near the jump point, aka wormhole. And then there's this very off-putting scene where Monica Rambeau doesn't want to interact with Captain Marvel because Fury is basically on a three-way call with both of them trying to figure out what's going on. But she's like, I don't want to talk to her. Oh my God. It goes back to Captain Marvel getting to the moon. She finds the jump point. The jump point, again, is a wormhole. The wormhole is supposed to close after someone goes through it. But this one is not closing, mainly just because the villain went through it. Monica sees something related to the jump point, and then she touches it. Then all the characters, Miss Marvel, Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, and Tiana Paris, they all start switching places every time they use their powers, and then there's an action scene, and then it kind of goes into trying to bring all three of them together in, in order to fight the villain. Jay, how do you feel about the Marvel's true feeling? I hated it. It shouldn't have been made. This was basically a TV show that extended way too long. The villain was fucking horrible. I didn't give a shit about anything. It didn't stick. It didn't know what it wanted to be. And the sad thing about this, I've never seen Miss Marvel. I know who Miss Marvel is. But I would say she was the only bright spot in this whole fucking movie. 
That's it. Everything else was god fucking awful. The transitions, I didn't like none of them transitions when they kept switching powers. They had an entanglement. Ah, That's what they said. It It was horrible. It's called the quantum entanglement. (laughs) Rebring Tupac back for that one. (laughs) (laughs) It's horrible. Discuss the writers early. You said they did just TV shows or they barely did jack shit. Yeah, they mostly did Disney, Marvel type TV shows. The director wrote it too. Director did Candyman. Candyman was good, but then it also had right. some shit with it. But I think it's only good because people remember the original. It wasn't better than the original. Was it good? It was okay. Maybe she should stick in her fucking lane and not do anything. Work on your writing. Maybe you're a decent director, which from this, I don't see it. Unless the studio has some involvement, it was just like... Doubt it. Barely. Hour and 35 yeah. minutes? Yeah, 34? barely 90 minutes. It felt long as hell. Well, <laughs> Matt, how do you feel about the Marvels? I don't even know if this would even suffice to be a TV show, to be honest with you. I mean, between the quirky writing, the interaction of characters that didn't make sense, those little cats that were... Harkins. Yep, that were present to evacuate. Yeah, that didn't... What? Huh? I mean, that's something that, like, a kindergartner would have thought of. Not something Almighty Marvel, during its 10-year great legacy period would have thought of as far as the movie itself it's just like you might as well have called the movie kamala and them i mean i'll agree that kamala was highlight of the show but even then it wasn't really saying much i didn't find any of the terrible characters likable chemistry between all three of them felt more forced than anything and the writing overall is terrible like why mm. the way they explain it the plot holes everything this is a movie that didn't have to come out they should have scrapped it they should, pull HBO, they should pull HBO, basically. They should pull HBO. Sir, that's not that. That would do HBO a disservice if they did that. Like, HBO, Warner Brothers canceling movies already done. <laughs> and this is one of them that should have been canceled. I mean, there's a reason why this is the, the lowest Marvel movie that has come out. Period. And it's, plus, they had swapped places with, I think, Ant Man, and they kind of rushed Ant Man to, to come out first. I think they were trying to do some reshoots of this. Uh, Ant-Man, Quantumania. Yeah. Two movies for the price of one? What the fuck? Ant-Man, Quantumania was more entertaining than Mm. this. Uh, I mean, what phase is this? Is phase four? Is is that what they consider? This phase is seven through eight. Like, it's encompassing multiple phases now. Is this phase four? Uh, No, this is phase five. This is phase five. This is is phase five? Yeah. Phase four ended with Black Panther. They need to start over. This is this is horrible. Reboot everything because this is not worth it. And last I I remember is that Captain Marvel is supposed to be one of the most powerful, you yeah. know, entities that they've had in the MCU. Yeah. And no. So they say. No, no. She's she's just a old bratty girl that just happened to be in the right place that's more of a background character than anything. This movie didn't have to come out. Didn't care about any of the Marvel characters in this movie and <laughs> except for, you know, the the one that showed up at the end. But outside of that, didn't really care for this movie. Didn't have to be released. Doesn't do any justice to the overall MCU. I'd rather forget about it just like Eternals. Keith. So I interestingly enough was taking notes throughout the course of the movie. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Let me sum it up real quick. 
give you a too long, don't want to read it. Woo, shit. This was bad. It was all over the place. The pacing was shit. You know what this was? This is right up there with X-Men The Last Stand in terms of trash. Mm. X-Men The Last Stand, however. I could watch The Last Stand, though. Yeah. 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 It was bad, but I could watch it, dude. I'm trying to think of a superhero comic movie. The only comic movie that came out in the last 30 years that was worse than this is that movie Batman and Robin by Joe Schumacher. Uh, If I turn a portion of my brain off, I can still find some comedic. Probably would say Morbius is probably on this level. Yeah, but Morbius' story was at least total coherent story. Morbius is just bad, but this not telling any kind of story. All right, let me start with the top here. I'm watching this shit and I'm asking questions like, why is she flying around space? With a fucking cat on the show. Why did that happen? You have no idea why she is flying around space. They failed the most fundamental rule of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that is that each movie continues from the next and tells a whole coherent story. You might not understand the entirety of the story and where it's going to go, but you see where it flows from point A to point B. You know that in Captain America, the first Avenger started out in 1943. Then it ends with him in modern day, was it 2010, New York City. And then Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Even though we all saw those movies from the narrative from just that film, you knew that there was a big, massive event the Avengers took part in. You knew that Steve Rogers woke up from his coma 50 years later. You knew that he was running a team with S.H.I.E.L.D. And you know that because at the end of the first movie, he ends up hooking up and being part of S.H.I.E.L.D. Captain Marvel is floating around in space with a fucking cat. And then she flies down with her cat. I mean, you can't make this shit up, dude. She's a single woman with a fucking cat flying around as the most powerful person in the galaxy. Get the fuck out of here with that trash. Why the fuck is Nick Fury doing intergalactic freeway calls with people trying to get them to talk to one another? Yeah. Yeah. Why the fuck... Mm. Did this dumb not pay attention when they say, hey, your powers are causing you to switch places with other people. Don't use your powers. And the first thing she does is use her fucking powers. They threw in this little caveat about how Captain Marvel, the reason why the Kree are like this is because Captain Marvel destroyed the supreme intelligence back in the first movie. First movie took place in the 90s. The Kree were popping up in the Marvel movies since day one. Yeah. So how the fuck are you throwing a giant fucking plot hole that nobody fucking bothered to seal up? Ridiculous, though. They had Kamala popping in there. Unless you watch that, you don't know what the fuck is going on. And I'm still trying to figure out why the fuck are her parents and her, and her older brother taking up all this screen. They had more screen time than Samuel L. Jackson. And then you had the goddamn flirting kitten floating around to the song of memories as they suck up people as their brilliant escape plan. Nobody can call him an Avenger. You literally have a sorcerer on speed dial. You can't call down there and say, hey, we need a portal from off of our dying space station down to the planet Earth. Not asking rhetorical questions. Somebody needs to answer these questions. <laughs> Why the fuck did all this stuff happen? Yo? Why am I having these questions? What the fuck did Kevin Feige do? Whoever Feige used to craft the MCU in the beginning, he needs to kick that son of a bitch and get him back to work again because clearly he don't know what the fuck he's doing. This shit is terrible. I've judged all the Marvel movies by previous Marvel films. I don't judge them by their own merits. They get judged by the previous one. And this movie was shit. Well, biggest problem for me, writing and the pacing for this really matched a TV show. The dialogue in this is beyond terrible. MCU has given us like very good dialogue. 
in this, Nick Fury's playing like totally out of character role. And then you have the Marvels doing whatever. There's just really a big tonal shift that is going on in this movie that it becomes kind of off-putting to a certain extent that is like, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to accomplish? And really what this movie should have been, it should have just got released on Disney plus. Mm-hmm. Don't cancel it. Release it on Disney plus, or this should have been like no different than CW shows where it was the crisis, infinite earths, like whatever. Like, that type of team of you should just release it like that, been done with it. This should not have been released in the theaters. People that worked on the movie starting to call people trolls or sexist and like, that's not what the problem is. But the problem is that we hold the movies to a standard that the previous movies were held to. Regardless of who directs it, regardless of who writes it. But we hold those movies to a standard. Ant-Man got held to a... Well, Ant-Man and the the Quantumania got held to a standard. It fell below that standard. Guardians of the Galaxy kind of continued on that standard. It wasn't great, but it was better than what had came out prior to that. This movie is below the standard of a Marvel movie. It is down there with Thor the Dark World, Iron Man 3, The Eternals. It, it, it's probably worse than The Eternals. I probably watched The Eternals. The Eternals was not an MCU movie. But as an MCU movie, it was terrible. As a regular movie, it was okay. Yeah. If you took out any connection to the um, Marvels and, and played it a straight science fiction story, I would have given it a decent rating. And then, I mean, just with all the cameos, I mean, Beast makes a cameo, who cares? her mother as binary i'm just like you completely lost the entire audience now like who the fuck is binary was a minor fucking character who were up there in the 80s to make more black character superheroes and it, that was it like it did okay she but she changed her name to um god i forgot binary turned stuff and i you know i didn't want to talk the beginning of the movie is bad from a standpoint that there's just conflict thrown in there for no other reason other than the script needs conflict. So you have uh, Monica Rambeau and Carol Danvers. They're not speaking. They don't want to speak to each other for, for whatever reason. There's no point for it. There's no point for it. There's no point. She's an Avenger. <laughs> There's no point. The level of an MCU movie, this movie falls far below that. And then when you start looking at like other movies, and I'm talking about movies directed by females, you got Wonder Woman 1984 has some inherent problems that this movie has. It becomes a problem. The spin on this is like now, oh, well, people don't like the movie because it's female-led or there's a female director, a female. I'm like, maybe that's where you screwed up. That you're trying to sell people on the trading card version of this movie that it's all female. It's all female-led, except for, like, Nick Fury and a couple of other handful of nobodies. Villain is probably one of the worst villains in MCU history. Yo, let me tell you something right now. They dug this villain up from the bottom barrel of the Avengers. Like, And she's line. only important because he's Tom Hiddleston's girlfriend. That's all she is. That's why like, she has well, this role. 
Well, take hold up one second. Like, let me just put this in there. Captain Marvel is such a paper thin character. She doesn't have a rogues gallery. She has no mm-hmm. one to fight against. All of her villains is, are Fantastic Four or Silver Surfer or like so, she has nothing. And the whole yeah. don't get me started on the quantum band, yo. Like I almost picked up my damn chair and threw it at the fucking screen, yo. <laughs> All right, I told you that belong to Quasar. Yeah. Not to Kamala fucker. Like, I'm like sitting there like, how could you do this? So, Jay, what score would you give the Marvels? Zero. Okay, let's move on. Matt, what score <laughs> would you give? Yeah. Okay. Keith, what score would you give? I get a shit negative like 50. I'm pissed off, yo. They done pissed on the memory of my, my favorite comic book characters, Quasar. They dug up some bullshit villain named Darn Ben. Who the fuck was Darn Ben? I had to look him up. I ain't never heard of this motherfucker, yo. He only appeared in like four comic books. They gender swatched the clown. Get the fuck out of here. Because it's Kamal Tom Khan. Hiddleston's girlfriend. Kamal Khan and her quirky family, even though they stuck out like sore thumbs, with only Bryce said. They're the only ones who like didn't just phone it in. Samuel Jackson, I'm not going to begrudge the man getting his paychecks. Keep doing what you're doing. I've got that AARP to see your discount. <laughs> you get a free pass. <laughs> but the flurkins, you've been using the skate pods. Come the fuck on, man. Come on, Feige. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Yeah, yeah. You, you, hey, you read that in the script. You read it. You let these three women get in this damn thing. It ain't no damn. shit about the damn character. I'm dead fucking serious. It's three, like, three women. Yeah. And they, none of them know shit about these characters. Jeez. None of them. Breathe, man. Damn, I'm breathing. I'm also drinking. I'm gonna give this one. That's the Beast Game podcast for the Marvels.